the customer is king, especially for AEP's energy supply organization. But we've got to earn our customers every day. If we don't do the right thing for our customers, they will leave us. They vote with their feet. Energy supply is the competitive side of AEP's business, and it's an epicenter for change. If you think about 10 years ago even, we had on the competitive side of the business over 10,000 megawatts of fossil fuel generation. We've transitioned, we've gone from that to reducing our fossil fuel portfolio 95%. On this episode of Connected, the AEP Employee Podcast, the growth at AEP Energy Supply. We stand on the leading edge, the point of the spear when it comes to change in the industry. And what the regulated side of the business can learn from their move towards renewables. Thank you for joining us. I'm Bailey Coltice. AEP's energy supply business is a part of the company that stands out. In an industry that's heavily regulated, energy supply is in the competitive part of the electric utility industry. They can work in areas where other parts of the company can't, like wholesale energy, retail energy for residential customers, and purchasing renewable assets. All of these pieces have one thing in common. They report to Greg Hall, Executive Vice President of Energy Supply at AEP. Greg's been with the organization since the company started 15 years ago and has helped start many of its new business lines. Greg, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Bailey. I want to start by talking about Energy Supply's recent growth. We've seen a number of stories this year on AEP Now about new purchase agreements for wind and solar projects, and I'd like to know more about what's driving these deals. Sure. Yeah, no, we've had tremendous growth. And if you think about our business, you know, over the last 15 years, as you characterized, we've, we're in a constant state of change and what customers want has changed over time. And you'll find that if you focus on the customer, you do things right every time and you help customers reach their energy objectives, you're going to have a strong business and you're going to have happy customers and happy customers make us happy. I, I like to think of this as uh, to get a, an AA grade, you got to focus on the C's. And all customers really want are C's. And what I mean by that is they want consistency, not only in the physical attributes of, their, of the product we sell them, electricity, great power quality, no flicker. They want the physical service to be clean. They want it to be consistent. Right. It's there all the time in a useful way for them to conduct their business appropriately. Second of all, they want continuity. You know, when storms hit or there are issues, they want resiliency. They want continuity of service. You know, it doesn't matter to them if the environment's bad. They need to run their businesses and they want that continuity all the time. So consistency and continuity. You know, a theme over the last decade has been clean. They want clean energy. Whether you call it sustainable, you know, decarbonized, net zero, whatever the nomenclature uh, of the particular company, they are much more interested than ever before in having a clean source of power. And then last of all, and this is common to probably all organizations, is they want competitive costs, right? They want you to deliver value to them. They expect it all, all the things that you have to offer with them at a competitive price. And if you can do those, deliver that package of, of C's, it sees into the customer, uh, you're going to get an A and you're going to have a successful business. You know, when we think about the different lines of business, you had indicated that I've, I've been part of building up the lines of business at AEP for the last 15 years. I've been with AEP 25 years now. You know, those lines of business have changed. What we've done is create a renewables business to, to feature that clean sort of component. We've, we've started a retail business, AEP Energy, 
in order to, to focus on retail customers. We've started a wholesale business to focus on wholesale customers. And then also we've started a distributed technology business to get to that resiliency or that continuity uh, and consistency part of the uh, the equation for customers. So if you focus on what the customers want, you solve their problems, you have a platform that delivers value to them, I think you're going to have success. That's what we've done so far, and we're continuing to build. So can you give me some examples of how you're achieving those Cs, you know, when it comes to like customer products, meeting customer expectations, all of that? Yeah, we conduct our business a little bit different. So when we started the idea of this platform, you know, three or four years ago, which addresses customers all the way from the homeowner at the residential level uh, through to the small business, up to the commercial customer, through onto the big industrial customer, and then onto the wholesale uh, uh, utility scale customer. So we address all levels of customers, and then we address all their needs, whether it's from a commodity perspective, all the way up to a distributed asset perspective, all the way up to a large renewable plant. So we meet them where they want to be met and provide them a slew of services that help them meet their needs. So, you know, examples, you know, we have customers who might traditionally just come to us for uh, a retail commodity supply, right? So think about uh, Target, for example. Traditionally, they would come and they would just bid us out and you try to sell them a commodity service, electricity supply, and you compete against the market and get a, a small margin for that service. Um, we think... If you come to them and you offer them uh, a sustainable, clean, wholesale solution uh, from a big power plant that helps them meet their energy objectives, their sustainability objectives, you wrap it into their resiliency issues, right? They want to stay online all the time. So they may have a need for some backup generation or some uh, some storage capability in order to keep the service their service going in spite of any environmental conditions that might be happening. We have the ability to provide them that service, to invest in their location, to put a, a reciprocating engine or a storage facility or some other sort of technology behind their meter and service them in a resilient way. In addition, they might want to, uh, you know, bid that flexibility into the demand response market in whatever uh, wholesale market that they're involved in. So you wrap all these sorts of types of services that if you're just a single sort of provider, you can only satisfy one of those conditions. What we think is the, uh, the secret sauce here, for us at least, is allowing our customers to choose from this menu of uh, uh, solutions to really craft the solution that best fits them. And we're able to provide it at a competitive price and uh, provide value to AEP shareholders at the end of the day. So if we're reading the tea leaves on customers, or at least trying to think a little further out, what changes do you think that we're going to see in customer behavior or in their expectations in the future? Well, it depends on what type of customer you're talking about. You know, so you know, what you think about at your home and how you operate is very different than how a, uh, a big box or commercial customer might think, which is very different than a, uh, a big industrial customer. The one theme, as you know, that is absolutely on the minds of most commercial and industrial customers, and to a lesser extent, but certainly a building mass of residential customers, is the clean theme. And you can see that within what we're doing on the regulated side, building out a massive portfolio of renewables. Within our own competitive portfolio, we have built a wind and solar portfolio of nearly uh, five gigawatts to provide that clean component. You know, I talked a little bit about resiliency. That is a very uh, important sort of topic these days. 
with winter storm Uri or the big uh, uh, winter storm that blasted through the central part of the U.S. and especially Texas, that has brought resiliency, backup generation to the, the top of mind for a lot of customers, not only commercial industry customers, but also residential customers. I mean, you had folks that were, you know, out of their houses for four or five days in freezing cold temperatures. And uh, it's on top of mind for those CNI customers, those big boxes, the, uh, the industrials, but also the, the homeowners. How do they set themselves up to be resilient in the future, to make sure they don't get in a situation where they're, quote unquote, left out in the cold? So I would say clean and resiliency. Those two themes are the big themes of the day, at least from our perspective. We do a little less uh, with the innovation within the home, just because we feel like those product and services are best going to be created, innovated within the big technology companies. They have the know-how, they have the R&D, they have the massive um, you know, capability to do that sort of thing. We might be integrators of those technologies, but to date, uh, besides a, you know, a smart thermostat and those sorts of things, those sorts of technologies have not proliferated within the home, although there's great potential for that in the future. Now, you've been with Energy Supply essentially since it started, almost 15 years ago. What are some of the things that you think you've done well over those past 15 years that put us into a position to grow? Great question. And, you know, I think as you, uh, you know, if you've been with the company for as long as I have, 25 years now and have been on the competitive side of the business essentially that whole time, you may not be aware, you're, you're not thinking about it, the transition that we've kind of driven ourselves through. If you think about 10 years ago, even, we had on the competitive side of the business, uh, you know, over 10,000 megawatts of fossil fuel generation. We had a wholesale trading and marketing company that helped optimize that output. So we really only focused on wholesale customers and the discussions with those wholesale customers were basically around price of the product. It might be some unit-specific sort of sales and whatnot, but there wasn't a lot of innovation. There wasn't a lot of thinking beyond sort of just the supply, the bulk supply of electricity to the customer. We've transitioned. We've gone from, from that sort of state to reducing our fossil fuel portfolio 95%. We, the only fossil fuel we have left in our portfolio is the Cardinal plant, 500 megawatt plant. So over 10,000 megawatts of fossil fuels down to 500 megawatts. We had two dilapidated wind farms that were some of the early wind farms down in ERCOT that were basically, you know, headed towards the trash pile. And so we've taken that small dilapidated renewable focus, repowered those units so they're as efficient as any wind power plant that's coming on the market today. We've bought a portfolio of wind assets. We've added incrementally single assets to the portfolio of not only wind, but of solar. We had zero distributed sort of assets in the fleet. Right now, we have 71 operating in over 30 states with 10 under construction right now and a portfolio of development pipeline that will allow us to construct further ones here in 22 and 23. We started a retail company that served zero customers in 2010 and now serves nearly 650,000 customers in the mid-Atlantic states. We served zero terawatt hours of load on the retail side. We're now up to nearly 30 terawatt hours of retail load. We talked about just electric supply with customers. Now we talk about integrated renewable supply. So we have a much more in-depth, sustainable view of how our customers want to buy electricity and how we deliver them where they're at in their, in their journey. 
So the, the maturation, the change has been significant. You know, we are where we are right now, but if you really think about, think, think back 10 years, we've gone through a massive change and it's really, you know, the employees of the energy supply team, Chuck Zabula, Scott Slisher, Jill Jansen, Tom Myers, there's all kinds of folks that have really delivered this change, really for the betterment of customers. And I think AEP has been proud of the financial results as well. You know, that's a very interesting story. And it almost seems to mirror what's going on at AEP right now as a whole, where we're undertaking a major transition, our generating asset fleet. Are there any lessons you've learned or the energy supply team has learned from that transition of fossil fuel to renewable energy that could be applied to AAP as a whole as we go through this transition to reach net zero? I think we've handled the transition very well on the competitive side of the business. And it's been tough. It's no fun and it's very difficult on a lot of families when you shut down a plant. Some of these plants were there for 40, 50, 60 years. They enlivened communities. They put food on the table for many of our employees, some multi-generational. And when you say time has moved on and that plan is no longer needed, that is a tough transition. And I think we've we tried to do our best in, in uh, handling that transition well, making opportunities available for employees. We really are the harbinger of what's to come for AP. And we're, we're, you know, it's not like they haven't started this on the regulated side. Paul Chodak and whatnot has, has been working at this and been um, closing down plants as well. But, you know, the transition has been happening for us for the last 10 years. And it, you are correct. It is happening, I think, at a higher speed now within the regulated side. Compassion with employees. We can't be afraid of the future. We've got to embrace the future. And we do this not because we don't like what those plants did for the modern American economy over the last 50 or 60 years. It's just that times have changed. The focus on clean, sustainable generation has been intensified and customers want it. And so we, as a service-based company, not only on the competitive side, but also within AEP and the utility companies and our operating companies, at the end of the day, we service a customer base and we've got to deliver the service that they want. Certainly that service, that demand from our customers has changed over the last 10 to 15 years. And uh, I think we're doing the right thing by changing out how we generate power now and into the future. We can't, we got to embrace it. We certainly need to learn the lessons that we've learned by shutting down plants here and transitioning. And uh, I think we have a good playbook. I think we've got the right teams figuring out how to get it done. So yeah, there, there are lessons, lessons learned, but compassion and appreciation for, for the past, I think is key to uh, writing a better future story. Okay. This is my final question. And it's one I always like to ask because you know, I can never really know everything about a topic as I go into these interviews, and you're the expert. And so what do you think I should know about either energy supply or the competitive side of the business just as a whole? Sometimes we're misunderstood. Um, I think sometimes our employees feel not fully connected. And I think Nick has done a wonderful job trying to make sure that they feel embraced that our strategy is important, that we are the harbinger of things to come within the regulated side, that we sit on the leading edge, the point of the spear when it comes to change in the industry. We're your friend. We're not your enemy. Sometimes it's been difficult for employees who are so focused on the utility, the, the regulated structure. It's tough for them to embrace even their own sister company in the AEP Energy Supply business lines. And we felt that sort of discord sometimes. 
We're your friend. We're your We're part of the company. We're helping AEP see the future. We are every day as a po- and, and I shouldn't say as opposed to, but we've got to earn our customers every day. If we don't do the right thing for our customers, they will leave us. They vote with their feet. They make a call to, uh, to our customer service center and leave us as quickly as they can if we're not doing the right thing. So if we're not providing the right mix of services and products that delight our customers, we provide in the proper customer service. If there's an issue, we resolve it quickly. Um, if we're not doing that, we won't be around long and we won't be here to, to provide that sort of expertise and those lessons learned for our utility company brothers and sisters for the next 10 to 15 years. You know, if there's one thing that I can leave you with is we're your friend, we're an integral part of the company, and our employees really want to do the right thing for all of AEP, and they're dedicated to that. And I know they work hard every day to make AEP proud. Greg Hall, Executive Vice President of Energy Supply at AEP. Greg, thank you for joining me. It was a really interesting conversation. Thanks, Bailey. I enjoyed it. On this podcast, we're going to share more stories about how our business works. So if you like this episode, tell someone else about us. We post new episodes every other week. Thank you for listening and stay safe.